Welcome to the On Purpose Investor Podcast Show, number 68. Five mistakes we made on our current flip. Welcome to the On Purpose Investor Podcast. My name is Eric Vogel. I'm a real estate investor, mastermind coach, husband to an amazing woman, and often my co-host, Tiffany, and father to two incredible boys. I'm on a mission to help you become a real estate investor and not only achieve seven-figure success like my wife and I did, but to do so with intention, direction, and clarity. If you want to transform your financial and personal goals, become the version of yourself you've always wanted, and reach your dream life ASAP, then you're in the right place. Thank you for deciding to hit that play button today. Now let's begin. What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to the On Purpose Investor Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Eric. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, wow. <laughs> With Ouch. my amazing, beautiful wife and co-host, Tiffany. And she's gorgeous and redheaded Can you stop? and All beautiful. Right. The fake air horn was too much. <laughs> <laughs> we're not in the club. <laughs> <laughs> well, today we're going to dive into the five mistakes we made on our current flip. And let me tell you, it has not been a lot of fun. It's like the deal that won't go away. And we used to think like Meadowcliff was the deal that wouldn't go away. And it was painful. But this one is a new level of painful. Meadowcliff was, I was like eight months pregnant. So that threw in another garbage. Yeah. Garbage factor. Yeah. Because stress and pregnancy don't mix. Yeah. So. That's true. Yeah, but- this one is like, it's just been going on for so long. And mm-hmm. we made so many mistakes. We didn't do what we like know we're supposed to do. Right. And we, we ignored all of our protocols. Yeah. And drove forward thinking, well, I mean, we haven't bought a deal in two years or a year. And yeah. it, it's just time to do a deal. And this one looks good enough. Let's just do it. But that's like an over-encompassing mistake. We're going to dive into the five uh, serious mistakes yeah. we made. And we we bring this to you with the lens of we don't want you to make the same mistakes. Yeah, either. and we'll give an update when it finally sells because uh, we're, we're about three weeks, four weeks away from listing. Yeah, we might be writing a check. We'll see. But mm-hmm. I will say, writing a check is not the worst thing in the world. We have not lost money on a deal yet. No, we've broken even, so we, lost time. We've broken even twice. twice. We've broken even twice. We have made bukus of money on some of them. Yeah. And this one might be the first one right? where we have to write a check. And I'm, I'm actually kind of excited to say that we made it five years in real estate investing before we had to write a check yeah. and lose. That's fair. Well, we took our eye off the ball, though. We and did. And that's all that happened. That is yeah. the one thing that we did. We didn't follow our own rules. Let's dive into the five things that we did wrong. Yeah. Now, this episode might be quick. So if you're, you're just taking a quick little trip, you know, this might be the episode for you. Yeah. But we're just going to run through the five things we did wrong. Number one was we did not hold firm with our minimum numbers. Yeah. So this one we bought, we were going to run it through pad split mm-hmm. by the room. And yeah. the plan was to make all this money. And we always said, if we're buying a pad split, we're going to make sure it cash flows as, as a, a traditional 12 month rental. Mm-hmm. And this one we're like, oh, it's fine. We have plenty of pad splits. It's going to be great. Well, and even still like, on the cash flowing as a traditional rental, it would have broken even as a traditional rental but, if the pad split didn't work, but something big happened. Well, but we had to leave money in the deal. We would have had to leave and money the cash in the on cash return would, would have been terrible. Like four or 5%. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't worth no. doing it as a traditional yeah. rental. So we were going to rent it as a pad split. And it was 
thin margins and thin margins leave room for huge mistakes. Yeah. And we had our requirements. We didn't follow them and we didn't do enough due diligence. And that's so we already had thin margins and then we weren't as like on top of our due diligence and everything that could have gone wrong on this house went wrong. Yeah. So usually in due diligence, I go through with a fine tooth comb and really look at every detail. We've bought enough properties. I should know what to look for. And I thought you I did. do know. And I thought I looked at it all. Yeah. But looking back, I was really just skimming it. I didn't take my camera. I didn't take my pen and paper. I didn't jot down all the things. I didn't run numbers on fixing certain aspects. Well, and materials and labor have gone up so much too. Yeah, I didn't calculate for the inflation of materials or right. the cost of labor. And just going into this, I just thought in my head, I was like, well, it's going to be a pad split. There's a good buffer with pad split. We're going to be fine. Right. Yeah. And so we already had thin margins. So always had contingencies. I kind of let Eric run with this one because I was working on other stuff and we had, Mm -hmm. I think we bought this when the baby was like tiny. Yeah. So I was dealing with newborns. I'm like, whatever, just go do it. I don't care. And we didn't have... Like we don't, we normally add like 20% to our rehab costs. We didn't yep. do that. We were already on thin margin from the rehab and on the rental side. Yeah. So, you know, we decided, okay, if we're not going to keep it as a pad split, we're not going to keep it as a rental. We're going to flip it. And that was our plan. Well, I'd like to bring up something that you may not realize happened because I've sheltered you from a lot of this. Oh boy. We got red tagged. I know that. Permitting. Right. And when the red tag came in, they had to ask us, what all are you doing? And we had to tell them, you know, we're replacing all the windows. We're bringing in an air conditioner. We're putting in some new plumbing and stuff like that. He said, well, just from what you've told me, and I can already tell you, if you put it on paper, it's going to have the same result. You have to bring this whole house up to code. Yeah. And at that moment, my heart just went down into the six feet under, like not even to the floor. It was like below grade. And I said, oh, my God. This $40,000 renovation is now a $100,000 renovation. And I just said, oh my gosh, there's no way out of this. Yeah. There's no way out of this. Definitely can't pad split it. Definitely can't straight rental it. Right. Because if we pad split it, we got shut down like week one of renovating it. So we for sure would have gotten shut down. Or at least a hard look on what we're doing. And then they would have just been a pain in our rears about it. Right. We made the decision. We just have to flip it. We've got to get out of this. Yep. So we have a newborn. You're getting ready to go off to army training for basically six months. We have this house that got red tagged and has to be fully brought up to code. You have a team of contractors that didn't work out. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. So you've got to find you're you're in Alabama. Was that where you were? No, I was in Virginia. When, okay. When we well, you were in Alabama first, right? And I was in Alabama first, and it got to the point where I just told Eric, like, let it sit for two months because yeah. you've got to focus on your army stuff. I can't deal with this because I'm home with two kids on my own. So we're just gonna let it sit for a little while, and then I get home, and then hire a team of contractors to go over there. They start doing work that was a little questionable. I let it ride. Shouldn't have let it ride. I didn't replace them as soon as I should have. Yep. There was a lot of work that had to be torn out and redone. So that was more cost. It was more cost. Then there was 
finding a new contractor and getting them up to speed. Mm -hmm. And they've been great. Absolutely. They've been really good. And then we had to get a general contractor because of the big permitting thing. And then we had to do plans and then we had to formally added the second bathroom and then we had to relay out the whole house. And you (laughs) left again. And then I left again. And so I'm again, staying home with the kids by myself, trying to keep everything juggling. And you know, there's times it's like, Hey, I need you to go drop a check off. And I'm like, Oh crap. Like kids are sleeping. So there was a big issue with payments to our contractors. You know, if you're doing long distance real estate investing and you have a, a flip going on, make sure your contractors know how you're going to pay them and make sure they know, like I have to do, you know, bank payments, which means you're getting mailed a check and it's going to be five days after you invoice. Right. And so making sure they're aware of that situation. So, yeah, we definitely bit off more than we could chew. I think we just felt like, Hey, it's time to add another deal. This looks like a great one. Let's do it. Yeah. And we did not account for everything else we had going on personally. No. And we just didn't have our eye on the ball. Yeah. Like we overlooked things. We bit off way more than we could chew at the time. Mm-hmm. And it's been a good lesson of, I think like in a way we got comfortable and like, we did. I don't know if it's ego that got in the way or like, just, you know, we know what we're doing. Like, it's fine. We don't need to do all this. I have a feeling that we had a sense of invincibility that really. Yeah. Everything has kind of worked out. Everything pretty well has kind of because we did all the due diligence and with our renters we had a house sit vacant for a month and a half but we were okay with that because we found a great tenant for it yeah and the saying is hire slowly fire quickly yeah and that's been our approach with everything like whether it's buying or putting in tenants or contractors yeah we're very slow in doing our due diligence and analysis and on this one we just didn't do it nope we were honestly looking at this deal through rose-colored glasses. Yeah. And just felt like, oh, it'll be good. Even if it's not good, it'll be good. Yeah. We'll figure it out. It's fine. Yeah. We don't have the money for this, but we'll figure it out. has been like the mantra. Yeah. And we always have figured it out. But we're tired of living like that. Yes. We're tired of getting into, you know, tight situations of we can figure it out. Right. Because that usually causes a lot of tension. Right. Between us as husband and wife, between us as business partners and just stress and just, you know, a lot of stress. And every time a question comes up about, you know, how close are we on the flip? I get stressed because I'm like, dang it. I don't know. I just need to know how much cash do you need? Like where I need to go find you money. Where do you need it from? And in times I don't know how much cash I need. It's like, well, they just uncovered something else. Right. That is another five, six grand. The uh, number of times I have been told by our contractors we found something else. We found something else. This house was built in 19... 20s. 1925, 1935, somewhere in there. And as of now, probably 95% of the house has been rebuilt. Yeah. 95% of it. So if you're looking for a new old house in Noonan, <laughs> call it's, us. It's got almost all brand new interior you know, structuring. Yeah. All new floor system. All new ceiling system. Everything is new (laughs) and we paid dearly for it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if this was our first deal and we had to write a five or $10,000 check, I don't know where it's going to wind up landing, but that is cheaper than a college education. And we got a college education worth of information. Right. In this one deal. Tiffany likes to call it La Caya U, the streets university. Yeah. 
And a lot of people call it the road of hard knocks. People are so hesitant to invest in education because, oh my gosh, $10,000 to be in a mastermind. Like that's so expensive. But losing $10,000 on this deal was more expensive because it took stress, time, frustration, yeah, arguments between us. Like it has not been a fun experience. So no. paying for education and being in a mastermind where you have access to people that can say, hey, no, don't do that deal. Like yeah. if we had run this by some friends, they would have been like, what are you doing? Yeah. You have a baby. Go go be at home. Yeah. You have cash flow. Go relax. Yeah. You don't need to do a deal right, right now. But yeah. I will say doing the deal shifted our perspective. And doing this deal catapulted us into the season we're in we're entering in right now, which was forcing understanding of properties we want to keep and don't want to keep. Absolutely. And I feel like this deal, even if we pay $10,000 at closing to get rid of it, yeah. was a catalyst for us to make another half million to a million dollars of net worth right. in the next three years. Right. So part of me wishes we never did the deal. Right. But a bigger part of me is thankful that we've went through this because a few good things have come of it. Yeah. One is that huge shift in our mentality. Two, we found an excellent contractor. Mm -hmm. They they came to our house last week and did a small job for us here and we just hung out. Right. You know, we we had a couple beers and hung out and really got to know them. They love our kids. You yeah. know, they they're sitting in the back deck with us playing with our kids and you know, interacting and having a good time and really feels like they could become a part of our our team. extended real estate family. Yeah. You know, you think about it. It's like our insurance agent, our real estate agent, our attorney. We were having a pool hangout and invited a, a few of them. And it was just kind of comical telling our friend like, hey, we're, we're going to have some people over. And then it's like, oh, shoot, it's it's our attorney, our insurance agent. And our a- real estate agent would be here, except he's on a cruise. So yeah, our team has become And we'd also family. invite our lenders over. Right, <laughs> right. They become really good friends. Yeah. And- I hope this deal has led us to these guys that will be our extended team. And I know it is, you know, the big deal we're doing next, we should be closing on it in about a month Mm -hmm. and starting a big project in North Georgia. And when I told them about it, they was like, oh, that ain't no big deal. We'll go do that. That sounds like fun. I was like, are you sure? Like it's up in the mountains. And, you know, he's like, well, do you got power? Yeah, we have power. Do you got water? Yeah, it's got water. Okay. Well, we'll just take our camper up there. Yeah. And we'll just work up there. I'm like, I didn't even think about that. Like, I thought we was going to have to find a whole team of contractors up there in a different area that we don't really know. And now we get to bring someone we're comfortable with that we trust. Right. And, you know, talking about you being gone and like trying to manage contractors from afar, you've built this relationship with them and you know, you guys have a working relationship. So they know like what's expected. Mm hmm. And what, how you like things done. It's taken a few visits to the flip house right. that we're talking about. But it's a heck of a lot easier to drive 20 minutes than two hours. Yes, it is. And I get to drive over there and just walk through the house and be like, hey, man, uh, what happened in this corner? Yeah. You know, it looks a little rough. I don't like that. Yeah. And and that that trains him in a way to understand, oh, Eric, Eric does want this level versus right. this level. Right. And, and is it's willing just, to pay for that. Extra. And is, is willing to pay for it. Right. All of this has led us to where we are now. Yeah. So we don't regret it. I think when we get to closing, 
we're going to get money back because we've sunk so much of our own cash in this. Yes. So it's going to feel like a payday, but we're going to know deep down that we might be writing a check. We yeah. don't know for sure where it's going to land, but no. it all works out in the end for our benefit. But in the moment, it sucks. I want to say this just as a sense of journaling, you know, audio journaling, because I may come back in 15 years and listen to this episode and listen to us talk about yeah. how tough it was. And I want to come back and listen and be like, dang, they were really struggling with that. I was really struggling with that. But also the price point, because I don't know what it's going to be in 15 years. Right. So you're going to if you're interested in a brand new old house that has all new everything, it's going to be in downtown Noonan right next to the fire station and it's it's going to be between 250 and $275,000. Yeah, so in 15 years when you come back and listen and it's like a half million dollar house, you're going to be like, dang, I should have kept that. I know, but we are not keeping we, it. <laughs> we have gone back and forth and we're really good at trying to make things work. Yeah. And we could keep it, but we would leave a lot of cash in that deal. Oh, we would leave a ton of cash in it's that just, deal. It's not worth the return that we would get. No, so not even a little bit. <laughs> it's... And a part of it is interest rates where they are in materials. It is a hard market right now to make a deal happen. And I think we tried to force a deal that was not really a deal for us. Yeah. And lesson learned. Yeah. So as you're getting started or getting your next deal, do the due diligence. Like right. really spend the time and do it the right way. Don't cut corners because you just want to get a deal. Yeah. Have your buy box and hold firm to that. Yeah. And don't change it just because you think you can make some money somewhere else. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so just to recap the f- big five things, the the biggest mistakes we yeah. made on this one was not holding firm to our numbers. Two was we took on way too much at, at once. Mm-hmm. Three was we didn't do enough due diligence. Right. Four was permitting. Yeah. We did not account for permitting. And we bringing did, everything to code. And, and all bringing that. everything to code. And then five was we just were looking at this through a set of rose colored glasses yeah. and we felt invincible. And we hadn't lost yet and didn't feel like losing was going to happen. Here we and are. Here we are. We're, but we're know. taking the lesson and losing this is going to catapult us to make even more. So yeah. if you lose money on a deal, don't let it get you down. Call it the fee for education. Let it motivate you and let it send you to the next phase yeah. of where you're headed. Absolutely. So right. I think we did a good job of finding the silver lining in a bad Absolutely. deal. But at the end of the day, it was a bad deal. Yeah. And we did it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and we should be out of it soon, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. All right. Thanks, y'all, for hanging out with us today on the On Purpose Investor Podcast. We're on a mission to bring you tools to live a life of hyper-intentionality so that you can one day wake up and be proud of where you are and excited to be living the life you're living. But it starts with action. It starts with taking you know massive, imperfect action today so that one day you are very happy about where you are and you know it just takes one little one little decision to start moving toward a life of financial time freedom our good friend leon johnson calls it peace and freedom all right we'll see you next time on the on purpose investor podcast we are immensely grateful for you joining us today if you haven't already done so we invite you to subscribe to our show We understand that many of you tune in regularly, but perhaps haven't had the chance to hit that subscribe button yet. Don't worry, it's effortless. Takes about three seconds to follow or subscribe on your platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're enjoying the show. Your support is invaluable to us and has played a crucial role in the tremendous growth of our podcast. 
we sincerely appreciate your assistance in any way, shape, or form. Together, we can launch this podcast to even greater heights.